In September, NACHA, the Electronic Payments Association, announced its formation of the board advisory group that would be charged with providing feedback to NACHA regarding interests related to ACH payments that impact non-financial institution providers. Now NACHA has formalized this group by naming eight industry leaders to serve on its board for two consecutive terms. Here, Jan Estep, president and CEO of NACHA, and Joe Proto, CEO and chairman of Transactus, who's also one of the newly named members of the board advisory group, discuss how this new group is working with non-banks to gather information and input regarding ACH transactions that impact their businesses and steps the group plans to take in 2015 to address these non-bank ACH concerns. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So Jan and Joe, our discussion today is timely as it comes on the heels of the Federal Reserve System's just released roadmap for faster, more real-time payments. Can you quickly give our audience some background about why NACHA felt this board advisory group was needed and some of the leading ACH concerns the group aims to address this year? Sure, Tracy, and thanks so much for talking with us today. As you might be aware, NACHA really has a lot of different ways that we reach out to the industry and have for many years for dialogue or for input, both the ACH network as well as payments in general. So the board advisory group is really just one more way that we are reaching out to the industry. And in particular, this group, I think, will really serve as a mechanism for senior executives from a pretty good, broad, and balanced cross-section of non-financial institutions and users of the ACH network to really communicate directly with the NACHA board of directors. And even though, as I said earlier, we have a lot of different vehicles already in place uh, to receive input from and to have dialogue with others like our Payments Innovations Alliance or groups that participate in our rulemaking, we really felt that this more formal vehicle for dialogue would be great for our board of directors to further strengthen the opportunity to hear from a broad sector of the financial services industry. So we hope to really discuss strategic topics uh, with the group, um, highlighting things from the ACH blueprint we put together a couple years ago to more current and fluid topics that come up in the industry. Building on what Jan had to say, I think that Notch has always been a terrific forum for bringing together the industry constituents, corporations, financial institutions, technology providers, in a way that allows for that collaboration and coordination among the different players to ensure that we're bringing, as you put it, the most timely and beneficial uh, outcomes for everyone in the industry. And so faster payments is the hot topic, of course, that we're all motivated by, and the board advisory group is, is a perfect forum for us to come together. Jan, you touched on this briefly, but I'd like for you to expand here a bit if you don't mind. Can you define what types of non-financial entities this group aims to serve? Sure, Tracy. Um, as I said, the board advisory group was really designed to create kind of a robust dialogue from many different users or providers in the ACH network so that the board could hear those other critical voices as they had discussions around strategic topics. So to populate this group, we actually issued a public call for participants and offered an expression of interest form on our website so that it was very visible and available to the industry and really consistent with how we populate other volunteer groups within NACHA. We worked with three directors on our board who serve as liaisons to our Payments Innovation Alliance to select individuals that provide this kind of broad composition 
this really representative of non-financial institution voices. So to dive down a little bit more specifically, you know, we have businesses that are from a retail organization, a global service company, a small business, providers of banking software, of corporate solutions, and an association representing credit and collection. So really diverse voices coming together to represent themselves and or other groups of like organizations that they have dialogue with. Security is, is paramount to all of us. The banks, the corporations that the financial institutions serve, and the technology providers that both corporations and financial institutions use for the movement of money and data. And so the opportunity to come together as a group and ensure that we are knitted together for the common goals that we have around uh, the movement of money and data, ensuring that security is always our first and, and foremost priority is really the, the opportunity for the board advisory group to help lead and ensure that you know, we're covering everything that is most important to us for today as well as for the future and where we're going in the payments industry. Tracy, the venues that we already have for many different types of users of the ACH network provide for a lot of variety in terms of voices that come to the table. And I'd like to highlight one thing in particular, and that is that the board advisory group representatives, such as Joe, are really senior executives who can bring that strategic perspective to the board that really supplements a lot of the other groups and venues that we have, you know, where the hands-on work occurs in a lot of other places also. That's a great point, Jan, and I think it really is a nice segue to the next question that I had, and that relates to how you see the role of this group perhaps benefiting NACHA or the role you see this group playing overall, especially as we look at this Fed's new plan for faster payments, and how these new rules for faster payments or this plan might impact non-financial entities. Yeah, it's a really good question, Tracy, because certainly the NACHA Board Advisory Group will be discussing those topics that dovetail with the work of the Fed, uh, because there is frankly a lot of alignment between the NACHA's ACH blueprint and the concepts outlined in uh, the Fed paper. Our blueprint was developed back in 2012 to really help guide the ACH network for the next seven to 10 years. And we will continue to use input from the broad industry to help us vet options on various areas of focus. So just to give you an example of this dovetailing between the blueprint and the Fed work, right now we're looking at same-day ACH as a way to move payments faster in the U.S. And you need to recognize that this comes out of the blueprint work from a couple years ago, and it includes definition and rules around moving ACH credits faster, posting rules to end-user account. We also are doing more strategic work on directories, on payments plus information, on formats that aid cross-border interoperability. And I really think that all this work can be leveraged so that the industry itself does not have duplicative work. And we really plan to share the dialogue of our Payments Innovation Alliance, of the Board Advisory Group input, um, as we continue to reach out to end users and share that with the Fed so that we can together help the industry to move forward. So Jan, how were the members to this new board advisory group chosen? You mentioned earlier that you had industry leaders kind of submit their requests, if you will, or their interest in being part of the board. But how did you make this, the final selection on the types of interests that would be reflected here in this group? 
you know, the purpose of the board advisory group is really to create this robust dialogue on payments and ACH network related topics. So diversity in the voices were really what we thought would be a critical part for Notch Board of Director conversations to enhance this input from all aspects of the industry. So as you call out, we did have a public request to really ask anyone to raise their hand if they wanted to be part of the group and populating it with diverse individuals that can come to the table not as a consolidated voice but really as individuals representing diverse needs, diverse uses, diverse background was important. But I do want to emphasize a point I also made earlier, and that is that we want this to be a strategic dialogue. It's not intended to get into the bits and bytes of how to do something today, but rather to think about the important needs of the industry moving forward and how we can use that input to collectively shape our future. So Jane and Joe, this is a, a question for both of you, and I know it may be a loaded question because we're still in the early stages of um, what this board advisory group will be doing. We've talked a lot about the focus on non-financial entities, but are there any initial action items the board advisory group plans to address? And if you have those outlined already, what are they? Well, Tracy, let me start by answering that question because certainly as I highlighted earlier, speaking to the 2012 ACH blueprint is important and we will be seeking feedback from the board advisory group as the blueprint is a guidepost for the evolution of the ACH network over the next decade. And right now, one of those topics is certainly moving payments faster. It's been a critical industry topic over the last year or so and one that the new board advisory group is certain to discuss. So we will talk about both real-time payments as well as current ACH initiatives like our same-day ACH, and we'll talk about how these initiatives are complementary. Really hearing from the community on how they can use same-day ACH and related capabilities as building blocks for real-time payments into the future will help us as we further explore faster payments, and really work with the broad financial services industry. So that will be a current topic uh, that we hope to receive ongoing feedback from the advisory group. And you know, Tracy, the group, as Jan mentioned, is very diverse, very strong, outspoken executive opinions at the table. We are uh, known for speaking our mind and uh, making sure that uh, our voices are heard. And this kind of forum now gives us the opportunity at the executive strategic level to participate among each other in a way that produces results. We're not the issues that we see uh, sometimes happening in Washington, D.C., um, because we are focused on getting results and, and actions done. But you can be sure that among the group, everyone is very happy to bring their opinions and their perspectives out in the forefront. And what that usually results in, of course, is a much better outcome for the industry. Talking about some of the expectations for 2015, can either one of you or both of you talk about any specific fraud and security initiatives that will be a focus for this group going forward? Yeah, well, let me provide you just a little bit of background, uh, Tracy, as we move into 2015. And that is that the ACH blueprint that I referred to earlier was actually created with an updated NACHA risk management strategy that came out also in 2012. So we do expect to address ACH network risk topics at the strategic level with the board advisory group and really continue that dialogue. And for instance, last year in August, we passed some new risk 
related rules, one that was really designed to reduce the incidence of ACH exceptions in the network, and another one that is focused on overall quality of the network. And so taken together, I think these rules will really help us to improve the way uh, that we identify and enforce uh, the rules against both outlier uh, transactions and originators, but overall the goal is to help increase the quality and reduce the exceptions and risk in the network. Since these rules will be implemented now starting in 2015, I think we will also be able to use our board advisory group to really make sure that as those rules are implemented, that they're understood, that we're educating and reaching out to the industry in the right way, and then be able to balance current events and or technology or risk trends in the industry against the group also. So talking a bit about payments innovation, perhaps we could veer a bit from the discussion that's focused solely on ACH. Is payments innovation such as mobile an issue, or are there other security areas impacting ACH, for instance, or any other types of, of payments that are more top of mind at the moment for this group? You know, Tracy, it's interesting because uh, within the payments world overall and within the ACH network also, I think we have a constant balance between uh, innovation and risk management. And certainly, as you think about the ACH network, it is a platform that has supported innovation and growth for more than 40 years. It's very flexible and adaptable because it provides a backbone for the movement of payments across the United States. And because it is kind of skinny in its architecture, it really allows for layers of innovation and also layers of risk management that I think have been very beneficial to the industry. To respond to your question about mobile, for instance, we passed a rule back in 2012 to clarify how mobile payments could flow and be identified on the ACH network and really the processes that help to promote secure transactions. It was not prescriptive but it really set the guidelines to say this is what we expect on the ACH network. And then tools and processes of individual organizations or individual solution providers can build on that. And in that way, I think we stay fluid, uh, being able to respond to evolving risk trends, being able to respond to changes in technology. And I think we do uh, a good job of that through private sector rulemaking versus waiting for regulations to tell us exactly what to do. We're quickly moving to a digital first. Our mobile devices, first and foremost, especially for consumers across all demographics. And we're seeing more and more of the business-to-business -business environment promoting and prompting a digital first experience. And so our sense is that you know, we'll continue to evolve the industry, the payments industry, across the board will continue to evolve to what customers want and need. Those customers will continue to look to their banks and financial institutions, and they'll continue to want to drive technology in a way that provides for, for a mobile digital experience that is really omni-channel, allowing for uh, digital and mobile to be part of every other touch point um, that affects the payment space. Jane, you've talked about some of the other groups that are part of NACHA or that help to bring information to NACHA. Members of this new board also have been encouraged to participate in the Payments Innovation Alliance as a way to gather information and share industry perspectives. What is the Payments Innovation Alliance? Oh, Tracy, thanks for asking. And I probably should have clarified that earlier because the Payments Innovation Alliance is the NACHA membership program that is really designed to kind of be the voice of the payments industry. 
And I define it that way because it does bring together very diverse global stakeholders to support payments innovation in particular, but they do that through collaboration and through vehicles that allow for discussion, debate, education, networking, special projects. They really help to support the ACH network in particular, but really the broader payments industry ecosystem. And again, with innovation kind of at the forefront, there are groups within the alliance that do speak to requirements of risk management to help support that innovation. And those topics either funnel down to work groups that explore critical topics, emerging payments technology, billing, presentment, mobile, check conversion, global payments. So again, it's a, a pretty fluid group that can address topics and really help to create solutions that, again, in another way, represent very diverse industry stakeholders. And then before we close, are there any final thoughts or general comments that either one of you would like to share with our audience? We have a membership meeting actually coming up the first week of March in Los Angeles, and we really encourage anybody to join us in that kind of meeting. So there's information on our website for that. But, but more than anything, I just want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk about how we continue to reach out to the industry. And we're looking forward to the continued dialogue with everyone who touches payments across the United States and globally. Well, thanks, Jan. It's always a pleasure to have you on our, our site, and I appreciate you taking time out to talk with us. And before we close, Joe, are there any final thoughts you'd like to leave our audience with? Yes, Tracy. Transactus has been very active in the Payments Innovation Alliance, and it's the coordination of several councils that have been integrated and come together that's really broadened the whole perspective, especially on a day-to-day -day working basis. And so we're very strong proponents that a lot of the work gets done at the Payments Innovation Alliance, and now by bringing this board advisory group together, I think Notch has provided very strong forums for dialogue and coordination across uh, all of the players in the industry. Well, Jan and Joe, again, I'd like to thank both of you for your time today. Very informative. Again, we've just heard from Jan Estep of NACHA and Joseph Proto of Transactus. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.